Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, my name is Kevin McDonnell, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. This is the weekly news roundup where I discuss what's hot in property this week. So let's get straight into it. Extreme arrears is one of the few reasons for eviction during lockdown. The Landlord Today website has confirmed that during the current one month lockdown in England, there will be no enforcement of possession orders except in urgent cases. In a letter to the High Court Enforcement Officers Association, Justice Secretary Robert Buckland has confirmed that during the lockdown there will be no enforcement of possession orders except for the most serious cases. These will include those related to illegal trespassing and squatting and tenants engaged in antisocial behaviour, fraud or deception. The government has also confirmed that it, it will bring forward an exemption from the enforcement ban for cases related to extreme pre-COVID rent arrears. Commenting on the issue, Ben Beadle, Chief Executive of the National Residential Landlords Association, says that the vast majority of landlords who have had tenants affected due to the pandemic have been working constructively to support them. However, in a majority of cases, renters have abused the protections afforded by the recent ban on repossessions, causing significant hardship. It is therefore important that the government recognises that in the most serious cases, enforcement action must continue. With the extension of furlough, this can be a lifeline for a number of people, as research suggests that 1 in 11 private renters are currently furloughed, and the extension will be a lifeline to many renters reliant on it. However, this still does not address the considerable rent arrears that tenants and landlords continue to face due to the pandemic through no fault of their own. Ministers need urgently to develop a bespoke financial package for renters to pay off such arrears. This should include a mix of interest-free government-guaranteed hardship loans and increased benefit support for those who rely on it. Really interesting article, let's see what comes of it. But at least at the moment, many landlords' fears were that all evictions would be put on hold. So thankfully, in the most serious cases, those evictions can be carried out during the current lockdown. In other news, there's a report on the Property Investors Today website that it is now a landlord's market. What do they mean by that? 10% of landlords are currently looking to expand their portfolio. So one in 10 landlords now plan to purchase properties and expand their portfolio, compared to just 3% at the end of last year, according to research by Simply Business. At the end of last year, 82% of landlords claimed that they had no plans to acquire another property in 2020, while just 3% were intending to add more than a single property to their portfolio. Now it seems sentiment has changed, as landlords look to take advantage of the Chancellor's stamp duty holiday introduced in July. Soon after the announcement was made, a tenth, so 10% of landlords said they were now planning to purchase more properties and expand their portfolio. And just 5% said they had any intention of selling an existing property. Simply Business says that this rise in confidence could lead to a spike in investments away from the capital. At the end of 2019, a third, so 29% of UK residential landlords, already believed 
properties in city centres no longer represented worthwhile investments. It is very clear at the moment that there is a shift away from city centres to more smaller towns, suburbs, commuter towns. So a lot of investment opportunities in the coming months, in the coming couple of years, outside of the bigger cities. So if you're looking to get started in property, if you're looking to expand your property business, you should be looking at the more commuter areas rather than city centers, which is where a lot of landlords have maybe been focused on in the last few years. So certainly this is a great opportunity to be getting into property, to maybe look to scale your property business and take advantage of the stamp duty holiday and take advantage of the likely rise in rents that will be coming as more people look to rent long-term over the coming years. So let's move on to our community roundup. Pauline Bonfields posted in the community asking people, what would you do with 150K investment? She's had a huge interest in the post, lots of people commenting with various different ideas about how you could invest your 150K. Kevin George spoke about leveraging the money, not to invest the whole 150K into one property, but to spread it out into deposit pots to purchase maybe five. Roy Ely spoke about buying unencumbered land, get planning, and then use it as leverage to build out the units. The exit would be to sell some and to keep some for long-term rental. So those two ideas are very different, but both could work really well. However, on the first one, buying five properties, spreading the 150K out to buy five property, what are you gonna do once you've spent the 150 grand? And this is what happens to a lot of investors. They buy five, they use their life savings, their 150K, they put it into the property, and they end up with no money left in their bank, five buy-to-let properties, and they're still in a job. So you do need to have a plan to scale your bigger business bigger. Should you be looking to not just use your own 150K, but join venture and raise more money? Make, you keep that money as your safety net, maybe invest a little bit of it, but not invest all of it, and look to borrow other people's money, look to raise other money. The land idea I really like as well. However, that is more of a long-term strategy. So by the time you get the planning, maybe build it out, it could be two, three years before you get paid. So you do need a cash flow now strategy, as well as the long-term capital gain capital growth strategy. Now, Rob Moore has been running with Mark Homer, the co-founders of Progressive, a weekly update on the Progressive YouTube channel where they've been talking about how you can invest X amount of money for the best returns. The series started at 5,000 pounds, going up to 10,000, 25,000, 50,000, and 100,000 pounds. And also how you can invest with no money. So if you have not seen those, make sure you go over to the Progressive Property YouTube channel and subscribe to the channel and watch those updates. So for those of you that don't know what the community is, so the Progressive Property Facebook community, it's a group with over 33,000 property investors who are sharing and supporting each other on their property journey. So go to Facebook, join the Progressive Property Facebook community, and you can benefit from the support of the group. Another story within the community this week is around hostility towards property investors. David Scutherin posted about how he sometimes forgets that the general public is hostile towards those of us who want to build a property business. 
He posted it, he commented on another forum about his investment plans and within two days the abuse he had received has been astounding. One comment after another hammering him individually and all landlords and property investors in general. What can property, and his question was, what can property investors do to improve the image of the group in general? So number one, the progressive property community is a safe environment to share your, your challenges, your obstacles, and your plans for your property business without the worry of getting abused by the general public. But even so, yes, there is a lot of uh, negativity towards property investors. And there is ways that we could improve the general public's perception of us as investors. However, some of the comments within the group were that nothing can be done to change the perception. Other people have said it will never change. People will always have their views. We've had comments about how the public are lazy and will always find an excuse to blame others. The problem we have as property investors is that regular people, the general public, they don't necessarily like having houses of multiple occupation on the same streets that they're living on. They don't necessarily like serviced accommodation on the same streets they live on. But there is strategies where you can be seen as a good landlord, as somebody who is providing a great service to the general public. You could do strategies like tenant buyers, where you can help tenants become homeowners. You could do self-build and sell the properties to the, to the general public. You can provide really good accommodation because part of the problem out there is a lot of landlords in the past have been known to provide substandard accommodation, poor accommodation. And what we teach here within the progressive community is to provide good quality homes to people. And when I, I as a property investor go out doing viewings, looking for properties, I see a lot of people, a lot of tenants living in accommodation that I wouldn't personally want to live in. We together can change that by providing good quality accommodation, making sure that we don't just buy a property and rent it out to tenants when it's got damp, it's got mold, maybe it's got um, an infestation of fleas or something. And these, these things are happening out there. Provide good quality accommodation, buy substandard properties, improve them, take advantage of government grants. There's a, there is grants available right now for loft insulation, wall insulation, and for improving your homes. Take advantage of those grants and improve the conditions that tenants are moving in. If we just say nothing can be done, nothing will ever change. We have to look at it and go, what can we do? individually and as a community to improve the perception of landlords. There's lots we can do, but like anything, like climate change, we have to take the small steps and over time, we will see the difference. So I've been Kevin McDonald. So that's today's property news update. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin McDonald. You've been amazing.